0: La di da don't say that after the recording in progress ka mm. Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls what's really going on you know Philip this week is the show eh and show agricultural show
1: hey, are you it's aware of that
2: you like would go there get some toffee apples get some candy floss see the see the animals
0: so i was there today and today was the first public day and school mm-hmm. kids are still on holiday so um, it was just interesting to see that yo, people still take this like really. There were people with their face painted, waiting patiently. All, a whole bunch of kids. A lot of kids still in school uniform because if you have school uniform, you get free. You get them free, right? Oh, it's just like, oh, Inga, inga. It's uh, it's still a thing. It's still a thing. But my goodness, I could not wait to get out of there. Sure. <laughs> 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 So many people packed so close together. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I thought it was an interesting throwback. Just to see, you know, people people buying candy floss.
2: What, what, what? We're at the
0: agricultural show. You know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for Enzo Aishel did a jingle. I can't find it here. Yeah, just basically, I was like, oh my gosh, but that's how it's being advertised. The Zimbabwe agricultural show happening this week. So you know, let's go, guys. Let's go to the Luna Park.
2: Mm. Okay, no. Let, let. Wait, is Luna Park still? Let's start the shit. Is Luna Park still? Honestly,
0: I don't know. I, I have no idea. idea. I didn't Luna go that was far. Still a thing, bro. I'm sure it is. No, <laughs> Phil. you do. You, like you don't know your country, bro.
2: Ah, uh, guys.
0: Uh Luna Park. Even as a kid, bro, that thing. Uh, I was like, nah, it's cool. I'm cool. But anyway, let's uh, let's actually start the show, boys and girls. Uh, Philip, are you? Good
3: to go. Sound of ding thingam! Hey, hey, hey.
4: <laughs> Let me hear a drum play.
5: <laughs> hey, hey!
0: One day, one day, one day, one day. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos It's your favorite podcast host My name is Danny That Guy A.K.A. Danos the Mad Titan A.K.A. Denford A.K.A. Denimbi My life, your entertainment A.K.A. I'm done with these streets Take me to the agriculture show
2: A.K.A. Akunamu Mindy Danmu <laughs> <laughs> And he's going not oh, know yeah, unmistakable, irrefutably, unquestionable the Undeterminable Phil Chart, A.K.A. Flames Loves The Big Boss Baby A.K.A. up P A.K.A. Sexton Love A.K.A. Filthy Phil A.K.A. The Karadi And of course a shame. The The What a bang What a bang Welcome boys and girls To
0: another episode I won't lie to you I'm faking this energy Because yo I am Yeah I told you I went to the show girl. Yeah mm-hmm. uh, I'm a one But uh, we gotta do We gotta do what we gotta do this.
2: We gotta feed the streets So you know Um Dan and I were talking about it A couple of weeks ago We were like We might need to take a break You know We might need to take a break And was like, and we were like No let's push We gotta push Cause you know The fans The streets need us You know what I mean Can't leave rap alone The game needs me But I don't know Dan We'll see We'll see we'll, we'll, no, we'll see what our Patreon looks like At the end of this month I think that'll determine no, Whether Phil, or not we take a break To,
0: to, to give our, our listeners the, Our best work We need to take care of ourselves mm. And you know obviously i mean we've spoken about this before you hear an hour and a half two hours maybe even longer of the podcast but there's the planning there's the recording there's the editing there's uh putting it like uploading putting it up all of that make sure the copy is good then promoting on social media yo that's like a full-time job yo (laughs) so anyway Sometimes you got, we got to take I, I even want to take some time off work I think I need just a week of waking up late Not doing nothing
2: I've been feeling and the exact same thing I've been like yo I, I can't wait to take a break Like this December I think I'm taking my first proper holiday In a while Because woo 2022 Ah it had hands Multiple hands <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: look Going to Positive Guans Go to Positive guans, Philip. Let's go to Positive Guans Let me start with the and doing it big That was submitted to us within our Patreon group um, her name is Ropa Fadzo and it's not the same Ropa. I checked. Otherwise, she wouldn't have featured here. Um, yeah. So Ropa um, is a recipient of the Black Founders Fund from Google mm. um, because of her uh, startup called Finiska, which is based in Berlin. It's a health tech startup recognized by Google. Got some bundles. And honestly, the only reason we're mentioning it here is because we're like, hey, you know, some of that money you received, throw some our way for promotion and marketing. Thanks, Ropa, much appreciation. You know, we'll even send some back to to the other Ropa for for reference. But yeah, congratulations, Ropa, on your startup uh, and getting uh, some funds from Google. And hopefully, we're going to be seeing some big monies coming through your way soon. Soon, we're going to be discussing:
1: should the world really
0: have billionaires? Like I know Ropa is Zimbabwean, but I mean, should we have billionaires? Mm. And I hope that for you, my sister. I hope that for you. Uh, another Zimbabwean doing it big that I want to shout out is from Australia. Now, earlier this month, uh, Complex Australia. Let me pull it up here. Where there's my page. Complex Australia listed the list of the best songs in Australia I- in July. So they listed this in August. They do this every month where they list like the top songs uh, from local artists. And one of their local artists was a young man by the name of Baby Prince. Mm-hmm. And the song they were fe- they were featuring is called "Fall Through." Now, Baby Prince, as you've already guessed, is Zimbabwean. In fact, he was born in Harare, Zimbabwe, before moving to uh, Brisbane. Uh, his full name is Prince Tarai Junior Mudadada. Just in case you're wondering if that's Zimbabwean or not, but yeah, Baby Prince is his name. Uh, his uh, song "Fall Through" is apparently uh, getting a lot of love in Australia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it for you, so you guys can hear uh, what Zimbabwean Australian rappers sound like. It's featuring Mason Dane. Check it out. No, oh, wait, wait, no, I lied. This song is his other song is called Zimbabwe. Let me play Fall Through first, then then we'll come back to Zimbabwe. This is Fall Through.
4: Yo, you fucking with this?
1: you fall through, baby, I could be your doctor. Know you had some surgeries, but I could do you proper. When she get at work for me, she move it like Rihanna. Move that thing with urgency, she got it from my mama. Told you fall through, but I hate it when you pop up. No, I did you dirty and I turned you to a monster. I go serving 30 ramen noodles turn to pasta. I've been working late nights. She's yeah. you know uh, What's the problem? Shawty so know that I get along with her mama.
0: Please do me a favor. Baby Prince looks like exactly what you would expect him to look like. You know, typically good looking Zimbabwean man. He's obviously young, doing his thing in the rap game. Mason Dane, who's doing like either a feature or the chorus. I don't know what's up. Please just watch the video so you see. I promise you whatever you're expecting him to look like is not what he looks like. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Shout out to Baby Prince for getting recognized by Complex Australia. Uh, The other song that he did, which was kind of popular, was out in April. It's called Zimbabwe. That's, uh, that's this one, yeah.
1: You're too pretty, Kardashian. We don't survive, we picky. My Tasha went missing. I'm probably gonna need a distraction. Remember, like 2016, I was serving them fiends, no back. Trapping and rapping. I kid, I don't with my jeans. I am more self-esteem now. i dancing or beat Michael Jackson. Don't leave out who baby is. Going my way, that type of cadence. I straight on some Bible. You gotta rewind it. I must do it better. I fly like propeller. I swear I'm so doing it. Sh- for my grandma, my aunt, and my sister right down on my cousin. All of a sudden, I dropped out of college. I don't-
0: and he's uh, in the video there with the Zimbabwean flag doing his thing. Uh, yeah. so that Zimbabweans doing it big. Congratulations to you guys. Um, following up from our last episode, the Charlie K episode. Mm. Excellent conversation. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I've really been enjoying we, the, the one we had with Bantu, this one with Charlie K. Uh, I think we need to get Dr. Chai on soon. I think he's going to have similar insights as well. I love these conversations, like what's happening behind the scenes. I thought it was a really dope episode and we got some good feedback on it as well. A lot of people seem to enjoy it also. But I just thought of something that I wanted to share, which I count as feedback from that episode. Because it just so happens that this week, Ai Harare posted up top five hits produced by Casper New genius Zimbabwean producer Ali Keys. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not saying that we, Mm. I'm not saying that we did it.
2: I'm mm-hmm. just saying I'm not ruling it out. I'm,
0: I, I, no, yeah, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm
2: taking that win. I'm taking that win. I'm taking that win.
0: <laughs> For those of you who don't know, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go listen to it. We, uh, um, Charlie K was in a very, very funny way. He was shocked. He was like, wait, Ali K's in Zimbabwe and what? Because it's someone he's worked with before and he didn't know. <laughs> so uh, the, the songs that I mentioned, by the way, are Ricky Rick's Stay Shining, Casper vest Vest's Siatandana, uh, Bonginko Si by Caspa. Uh, Black Motion, Marry Me, and Casper's Destiny. Those are the five that they listed as top five hits by Ali Keys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are now up to date, Philip. I think um, it's important for us to to discuss marriage. Mm-hmm. As you know, this podcast is very, very focused on marriage.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is this is something that you're going to be intimately aware with very soon. So it's it's good to have the you know the the the, the rules of the road, so to speak. If it's good to know what's happening. Yeah, hmm. what's happening in the
0: streets? Because you never want to be a foul of the law, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm.
0: foul of. The, so, for those of you who don't know, um, this week there was a lot of uh, discussion about the new marriage act. But uh, wasn't the new marriage act released quite a while ago? But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We need someone who has knowledge, Philip.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not married. So I don't know.
0: I'm not married yet either. But let's call someone else who's not married, allegedly.
4: <laughs>
0: um, are you gonna call her or should I call her?
4: Call,
3: I, I never did
2: did you tell her you're gonna call her?
0: I did. Okay. But then she said, mmm. So this might be a surprise. Guys, we might not have any pull in these streets, eh? <laughs> we might not have any pull in these streets. <laughs> oh man. Hello, hello, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm connecting you. There we go. Hello, how are you? Very important individual.
5: I people to phone.
0: I would like to. I would like to welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, a, 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 a very important guest. She's uh, she's one of Zimbabwe's most eminent and knowledgeable members of the five AM club when it comes to law. Yeah, yeah, she's a member of the 5 AM club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She used to be our best friend, Phil, if you remember back in the day before.
2: I she mean, she, she used that, to be my know, workout buddy, you know, like we used to we used to, we used to hit <laughs> the gym together. And then all of a sudden, ah, she was like working with Cameron's
1: patella.
2: We're talking about uh, <laughs> we're talking about constant constant
0: trender on the timeline and uh, uh and BFF for Zai Maere also happens to be, you know, the chief chief spokesperson of the opposition CCC. Um, I I hope you knew that we were going to call you because you might not know.
5: <laughs> I had no idea, but okay. <laughs> You're no, live no, Don't worry, don't, don't worry. This is an <laughs>
2: official. This isn't an, an official uh, thing. Don't worry. There are no talking points. We just need some pointers because we are very confused. You know, we've been reading the the articles. We've been looking. The, people have been dropping like infographics and no, whatnot. No,
1: Phil. Wait,
0: no, wait. Let's see how she's doing first. You know what I'm saying? How are
2: you doing, Fadzi
0: I mean, you know. You've been you've been going through a, a, a I'm lot of fabulous, people. Thank okay, you. Cool. That's what I want to hear. I just I just feel it's unfair how people treat you on the timeline. Also, you you don't have to worry about saying
4: you don't have to worry about <laughs> no saying the right thing. Anything.
0: This is a this is a it's a very informal. Yeah, podcast. no one listens you're just, to you're this just podcast. talking to your friends. No one no listens me, to I'm this I've never at
5: all. worried about saying the right thing. <laughs>
0: Which is also true. Um, we're actually very honoured to have you on here, Fadzi. As you know, we we, we highly respect
2: you.
5: What are your questions? It's a very straightforward piece of legislation.
2: Yeah. So my question is, are small
5: houses
0: legal? What comes uh, to mind? What have you picked up? No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so. Um, um, you see. So, sorry, Fadzi. Uh, um. Wait. Do you mind if I call you right back? I think there's a little bit of a delay and it's... I'm literally going to call you. Ah, but if I hang up, she's not going to answer.
2: (laughs) She said you'll pick up, dad.
5: No, you (laughs) can call me back.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to call you right back.
5: (laughs) This is better. Trust me. Hello. I'm giving you precisely five minutes because I'm in a meeting, but I... To give you a good quality five minutes to ask all the questions you need to ask. Thank you very
0: much, Fadzi. Much appreciate. Uh, I know you're you're you're, you're really you're there's very. There's a lack busy. of
2: seriousness.
5: <laughs> She's got
2: issues of national importance, and Dan's like, "Yo, let me just call her up right quick."
0: <laughs> so, um, first of all. Completely from a layman's perspective, you have to remember, Fadzi, that we, we, we don't understand law like you do. You know what I'm saying? So it, it seems like a straightforward piece of legislation to you, but we are confused. We don't know what's happening. Okay. So um, first of all, um, what are the major changes to what the mar- though the previous marriage acts had and what this new marriage act is? I think that's a good place to start. Okay. So
5: let's, let's start with some of the less sexy but very important stuff. So, child marriage has been criminalized. You'll be aware that, um, under option, one cannot found a family if they're below 18 years old. And there was a judgment uh, from the Constitutional Court a couple of years ago that hasn't changed this position. So, one of the good innovations of in this piece is that um, child marriage is criminalized. Um, the important thing is
4: that the law, the law brings celebrate.
5: into one place. Uh, the law brings into one place all marital regimes. So what used to happen previously is that um, different acts of parliament governed different um, marriages. Now we've got a situation where all marriages are cut by one piece of legislation. So there's no, you know, chapter 37, 507 511 It's all in one place now. And you've got, uh, I think, three types of marriage that are recognized under our law. Uh, the first two are related in section five. Uh, section five speaks of a civil marriage. Civil marriage is what you... Commonly known as a monogamous marriage, the marriage that you have at church,
4: mm-hmm. where
5: you make your vows uh, to one person, I will love you and I will love you alone. You can also um, contract a civil marriage um, at the courthouse or anywhere really, but it's the more conventional marriage um, in our society currently. Then the second uh, type of marriage that's recognised under Section Five is a customary marriage, uh, which is a marriage that is also registered. Uh, civil marriages are registered, as you know, you get your marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. Customary marriage is also registered, and it can also be started uh, in a nice wedding ceremony. But the big issue here is that it's polygamous or potentially polygamous. And then there's a further species of marriage uh, that's spoken about in, I believe it's section 44. You guys really have to put me on the spot here. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, section 44, which makes reference civil marriage, uh, which is a union between a man and a woman uh, contracted under Islamic rights. Now, a, a key innovation of the law is that section 5.5 describes all marriages in terms of the act as being equal. Now it remains to be seen what that means because in reality, um, you know, equal. they don't have the same proprietary consequences, they don't have mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. levels of commitment or exclusion. Mm-hmm. And we are going to, uh, as lawyers do, go to the courts to try and really explore what was intended by the legislature uh, by, by suggesting that these marriages are equal. Now, glean, those three scenarios don't cover everything. There's uh, certain I'm going to zone in on two that haven't been covered, and that aren't valid marriages in terms of science. So you've got what you know commonly as RORA, or what lawyers call an unregistered customary law union. So this is what uh, you know you know as a traditional marriage ceremony, but it's not a valid marriage uh, mm-hmm. unless and until. So section seventeen of the marriage. Sorry, if act, please repeat. That we missed that last sentence. Customary law union.
0: <laughs> you said unless it's un- it's not. <laughs> I can't
5: remember what I said. No, you said it's but not
0: viewed as a as a marriage it's
5: registered. Yes. Okay unless it's registered. So to, to make it into a valid marriage, you register your RORA or your unregistered customary law union uh, registrar of marriage marriages. And this is uh, provided for, I believe, in section 17, if I'm not mistaken. So a Labola ceremony on its own is not recognized by the marriage's act as a valid marriage. That's the key thing there. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, until it's Section registered. 17 requires every RORA to be read to be read within three months, but there's no sanction for failing to a RORA union. And then, obviously, the question is: So, what is the RORA union, and what happens if it dissolves? Which brings me to the very contentious issue of civil partnership. You've heard of civil partnerships, haven't you? Guchaya Hello.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're here. <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> you know what? We need to start, we need to stop labeling things and, and, mm. and you know, all these connotations that I think are a little bit, um, I don't know, and scary, as it were. It's not, help, help it's us, not to say, Kuchana Portal. Help us. Um, but help so, us for to example, understand, yeah. if you, so if you have a Rora ceremony, you're living with someone and it's not registered, it really falls within the classification of a civil power. Mm-hmm. And as you know, if you've got a civil partnership with Rora, that can't be classified as Kuchama Port. So sometimes people will cohabit for an extended period before they get married, which is what uh, a good marriage counselor will actually advise this uh, the rate of divorce is much higher for people who haven't lived together before. But you know that's something that lawyers and um, marital psychologists are more interested in. But the critical issue is that it's not a marriage; it's a relationship between a man and for above eighteen, of course, and who've lived together uh, without being legally married. And civil partners must have a relationship as a couple living together cause a genuine domestic basis. So it's not like, you know, Danny comes to your house every now and again and there's no genuine domestic uh, basis. Uh, The big issue with civil partnerships is that when they terminate, the provisions of the big divorce law known as the Matching Causes Act, which governs the distribution of property upon divorce apply, obviously, with the necessary uh, changes and so, in terms of, I believe it's section one of the marriages act eh, that uh, a court considers to decide whether a civil partnership exists. Include relationship, although such duration is not uh, stipulated. The nature it of whether a sexual relationship exists, the degree of financial independence or interdependence between the parties, and any arrangements for financial support between them. Uh, The ownership, use, and acquisition of their property, the degree of mutual commitment to a shared life. Uh, So this goes to the intention of the parties in this uh, union or partnership. And the care and support of children. Uh, So if they've got children together, are they caring for them? Are they co-parenting? And there's something that is an innovation in the law, which is the reputation and public aspects of their relationship. Now, Danny, uh, you know, all so you guys will know that, um, you know, sometimes someone will be married
4: mm-hmm.
5: in a marriage, but then he has another partner who's known by the family and is formally viewed as a second wife, even though that is obviously uh it's wrongful in terms a, a, a of A small law. house. A uh, small house. so yeah. it's important to say that. Sorry? A small house. I mean, call it a small house, yeah. call it whatever. Uh, the thing is, uh, it, it's assumed that a is always female. A woman can have a male partner out there somewhere, and I don't know if you still call it a small house. Um, it, it, it gets a little bit hairy, but the, the critical issue is that if, you are a civil partner to someone who's in a monogamous marriage, you still can be sued for adultery. The marriage act hasn't abrogated or repealed or removed uh, the law mm. relating to adultery, so you'd still be liable to claim for adultery damages. And I think this it gets a little bit confusing for non-lawyers or people who generally can't hold two hours. in their heads, you can have a civil partnership that entitles you to a share of property subject to proving your claim, but also be sued for adultery. So there's this misnomer where people suggest that no, you know, the act is not in small houses. It's not. It's just recognizing that society behaves badly and there has to be something that's done with a sense of unjust enrichment or prejudice to a party that may have been ignorant. So, that so. is my million-dollar summary first, first <laughs> of, of the importance first, first of all, all, I mean, a lot of the old stuff says, Yeah.
0: First of all, you're you're very clever. Uh, I think that's that's clear to see. Um, when do you do all, all this reading?
2: When when does she <laughs> do this reading? That's
0: what I do you, Like she's on Twitter while reading. You know what I'm
5: saying? Well, I, hmm. I'm I'm a litigator, so this is my bread and butter. This is what I do. Basis. I mean, you assume that I do triple C stuff all the time. What I actually do all the time is law. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, so we really have to be at the tips of your fingertips because
0: you know. So you, you said uh, you said earlier that um, uh, a, a the partner of someone who has committed adultery can still sue. It was that a thing before you could sue
2: someone for adultery? Yeah, Dan, that was all the time. You can,
4: what? Well, In many civil cases? Well, of course.
0: What? Why are all these women sitting with with? I mean, th- yeah, there, there are
5: there are lots of delicts that you might not be aware of. So, for example, you can breach, you can sue someone for breach of promise to marry. So, if
2: Danny,
5: oh you promise me that you're going to marry me, and you don't, I can sue you. I can get damages for breach of promise to marry. <laughs> if you, t- that's funny. And you possibly succeed, but you don't marry her, she can sue you for seduction damages. I bet you didn't know that. But seduction. in that same category or class of, of, of marital yes seduction damages. <laughs> and men can't sing, you women can. Oh and I think the, the the big issue when it comes to um wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. You said yes. men can't sue and for men- seduction damages, but women can. No. Hmm. I mean, who's doing the seduction, guys? Who's doing yeah. most of the seducing?
5: I mean, it's a, it's the man who's seducing you. It's, it's it's to do with if you really want to get into it. It's about um, the. I, it's very archaic. The mm-hmm. thinking that it is what it is. It's, you know, if you take away someone's virginity, then their prospects, and yeah, oh, I'm not going to see. Uh, at high, they're going to be diminished, and so you must compensate her for that. And under customary law, production damage be uh, sued for by the father or the patriarch of the family. But we digress. Mm-hmm. The critical question was around adultery damages. So in that same class of early uh, law delict is the delict of Uh, Adultery delict is a tort or wrongful act uh, for which you can sue uh, for damages. And so, the funny about adultery law is that you don't sue your spouse; you sue the third party who, in terms of the law, will have interfered uh, with your marital relationship. The law of delict generally recognises that a person can, a third party not party to a contract, can interfere. Uh, with a contract and cause one party to So that's sort of the principle Or the basis uh, upon which this delict or wrongful act is mm. so Danny is married uh, And Danny then cheats on his spouse
0: Never happened Never spouse
5: happen. can sue Danny's mistress it will never happen. It will never happen, go to bed, but lawyers will be there ready waiting to assist you should it happen. <laughs> and you can... And there's nothing in the Marriage Act that takes that right away. Okay. All right.
0: Clearly, there's a lot to discuss here. All right, Fazi, I don't want to keep you away from your, from your meeting too much. Thank you very much for taking our call and agreeing uh, um, like this to be, to be on the podcast. We know Weekly you know, She
2: said weekly Every week we're going to get Go to for legal advice You know what I mean Yes
5: Every week For free For free,
4: <laughs>
5: <For> free.
0: <laughs> Alright Alright All right. Thanks fans. Thank you so much for, I mean the
5: one thing That I do want to emphasize is Yeah still, Yeah Go ahead Okay mm-hmm. cool
0: No no go ahead Go ahead Go ahead
5: I was going to say People must acquaint themselves With the law You can't just get married And not Know what a marriage is. It's like signing an agreement and not knowing what the terms and conditions are, not reading the fine print. And this is a contract without limitation of time. It's a lack oh. so Those are the people where they then come to your consultation room and when they're sued for divorce or when they want to divorce and they're like, ah, I didn't even know. You know, it's not, you, you should know. People should get more clued up. The level of ignorance around something as fundamental as marriage and the legal and proprietary consequences of marriage, whether or not it's polygamous or not. I mean, you see people in Aurora Union saying, my man cheated on me. No, you're in a potentially polygamous setup. And not cheating. They are allowed to philander as it were. That's the law, whether you like it mm. or not. So, I really wish people mm. could understand these things.
4: Okay. And we must respect okay. the law. We must respect Get
5: a lawyer. The law. Get advice for you.
0: <laughs> okay, Fadzi. I'll, how much? What are, what are your rates? No,
5: no, no. How can you live life without knowing? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: okay, thank you, Fadzi. Fadzai <laughs> Mehera yes. Esquire. So uh, there you go, Philip. I hope you've had an education
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and you've learned it, it, it's uh, for those of you who are outside Zim, it's hard to explain how much this has been a, a topic of conversation uh, mm-hmm. over the last two days or so it's been every, because apparently everyone, the big change that, that Fazi mentioned is civil partnerships are now recognized. I.e. if you stay with someone for a certain amount of time, you have property rights.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think a lot of people are like, wait, so you're telling me small houses are the same as wives kind of yes. And kind of no, I don't know. This stuff is difficult, but you know what? You know, I don't have to worry about that. Cause you know, I'm a one woman man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah. It's, also, it's a, it's a pity. it's a pretty, the connection was so bad because it would have been good to, to delve deep into that. But may, you know, maybe later, you know, at another time we'll, 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 we'll double back.
0: We we'll get like, get her on the Zoom, so I did send her a message. To say, Fadzi, can we call you on the podcast? And she was like, "Eh." So I assume that was a yes. <laughs> so you know,
2: ah, <laughs> uh, what do you want me to say? you, you, know, you know the the real funny thing is, I, I love like she's having a real meet, like a serious meeting with Nelson. And Nelson <laughs> is just sitting there, hearing <laughs> and
3: discussing the
2: marriage. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're discussing a government
0: of national unity there. So <laughs> the president's by the side. is like, sorry, excuse me. Just like, hold <laughs> on.
2: Only on two broke twimbos, do you guys get this level of access. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's actually funny
0: though. <laughs> oh man. No, but I miss Fadzi. Fadzi was a good friend child back in the day, you know? Ah, no, good, good, good peeps, good guess, peeps, good peeps. She's too, she's too busy now, I guess. And also, you know, you don't want to be, Non-associates when, uh, if things hit the fan. But that's also bad. You know, you got to support your friend. I mean, I don't know. It's difficult, yo. Anyway.
2: Mm. Is it? <laughs> it's difficult, you know what I'm saying?
0: Um, but yeah, shout out to Fadzi for working hard in life, more life generally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to talk about. Uh, we spoke about law. Ah, there's this whole situation that happened in South Africa and Operation Dudula and the hospital, Limpopo,
2: and... Yeah, I I think part of it, we have to... um, uh, Because as we're about to start recording, um, a foreigner got shot in a South African city um, by Operation Dudula, well, allegedly Operation Dudula members. Mm. So it's it's escalating, and it's escalating at quite a rapid pace, especially in, in the smaller towns, particularly in the northern provinces after... The, um, the Healthy MEC said what she said, which is just shameful. And then, what really, I didn't, to be honest, I actually haven't watched that full video. I, like, I only watched like a few clips or a few segments of it, but I haven't watched the full clip throughout because it was just making me so, so angry. And then. Like how do
0: you, how do you, how do you lecture someone sick for was, being uh, at a hospital? Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, man.
2: So. I I realize why she did it. I I, I don't think it was. Um, I think obviously a lot of it was spurred by anger and xenophobia, but it's political points. It's playing the political game. Yeah. And what solidified it for me was Ramaposa. Um, I don't know if you want me to play the clip or not, but Ramaposa went on yeah. uh, on the air last night, and he basically backed her. He's like, "Yo, I I understand her grievances. I see it's a serious problem." Not once did he call out and saying, "Yo, as as a, as a medical professional, that's not the time, it's not the place." Mm.
0: Um, even 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 if, like you said, like it's a political thing that you have to play on,
2: like you know, like uh, but that's what they. they, they but that's there's that, a level that, of compassion, you know. Mm. But that's politics has no compassion. That's the thing, especially like with the rise of fascism and nationalism. That's why Gaten McKenzie is literally saying, "I will kill a foreign national if I have to." I once interviewed
0: Gayton McKenzie on radio years ago. Wait
2: why why? Did you not know who he was when you interviewed him? No,
0: no, no. He, this was before he got into politics. Back then no, he damn, was
2: back then he was a scammer and a thief.
0: Yes. So his, okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna throw anyone under the bus. I was doing a, um, a sponsored show for someone who was paying for for like interviews with notable individuals in certain fields. So he, oh, he was yeah, really know pushing, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was really pushing, um, oh crap. I've forgotten I forgot now. was it? Was it crypto? It might've been crypto. I think oh, he was really wow. pushing crypto. This story is getting worse. He, and he put himself forward as one of the, one of the foremost names or something. And I remember during that conversation, I was like, yo, I am not liking this at all. This is and you know he was like, Yeah, we must get each other's number. We must keep it now. I was like, Yeah, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Ugh. Just gave me the heebie jeebies. <laughs> and uh, now look. Now look. Mm. I think you're uh, part yeah, of it. Yeah. You emboldened him. You're part of his origin story. You emboldened him. I, I guess. I get what can I say? What can I say? I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But anyway, look, um we've spoken about this before and there's really no need for us to get into how we feel about um xenophobia and so on. I think we've been quite clear about it. But I think, I think it's so stupid that people are holding on so tightly to borders that were drawn by white men hundreds of years ago, and that's what's so important to you. Like, once I, upon uh, a time that didn't exist, you were just an African group. Obviously, you're at different locations. I mean, come on, man. I, I, is that really think, what you're going to...
2: I think you, you're speaking about that from a, a place of privilege because there's one thing you're discounting is on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Some of these individuals... Are simply just trying to feed their families. They're just trying to eat. They were promised a rainbow nation. They were promised opportunities. They were promised a better life, and they they're growing up in abject poverty with extreme violence, with a lot of guns in the community and a lot of drugs. And if you if like it's easy for us to say it because we have the the opportunity to read and understand and, and look at it from a thousand miles away. Like, just before this, we won't get into it, but, like, even the conversation we were having just before recording about some things that are going on, like, when you're in the situation, your perspective is very different from someone on the outside who's like, oh, guys, it's this, this, and this. But mm-hmm. because you have your worldview, and it's being reinforced, and you have your ideas, and you're not thinking logically because you're thinking from a place of emotion. And especially when you're hungry, fam, If if you're starving, like, and... You are in front of me. Like, it's very easy for me to say like, yo, I need a job. I can't get a job because the Zimbabwean is more qualified than me. Of, of Like, w- what are the options? I can't afford to go to school. Maybe I don't even have the opportunity to go to school. I've got kids right now. I can't go to school. I need to start working. So I need to find the, 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 the only means I can start working. It's like back, back in the day, like with all the hip hop we used to grow up with, like how many drug dealers that became rappers said that, yo, I wanted to remain a drug dealer. That's, like, it was a means to an end. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of these people are simply just being pawns. It's, it's the same as um, the the right-wing nationals in, in America. Granted, they might have re- um, repulsive views and a terrible mindset, but I think at the end of it, they're just trying to feed their families. They're just trying to survive. And as humans, whenever you're faced with that option, you always just regress to the lowest um, or the most base kind of yeah yeah thought Pri- um, process. So if you if if you're in South Africa, just be safe, man. I'd, I'd, and the weird thing is, I need to go there. And I'm just like, ah, well, that's another thing. I'm not I'm not really going to be encountered with this because once again, yeah, I'm, in a, I'm in a place of privilege. But you you never know, you never know.
0: It's it's tricky, bro. Let i, ever, did I did, saw- tell you
2: the story. never ever tell you the story, Dad. Don't ever tell you the story uh, of how, how Walter and I almost got uh, got got mugged at knife point. Nah, what happened <laughs> well let, let, and let me let me make this podcast about story time so uh, there's a, there's a last year there was a music conference Walter and I went to Walter Wanyanya from Rand. Yep. so um it was raining so we we both got covered in the rain it was getting cold and we both knew we had to travel out in a couple of days plus we still had the whole conference and the the festival to go so Ma was like yo I've seen what I need to see. I'm going home so I can take a hot shower, stay warm, make sure I don't get symptomatic. Because the last thing I want to do, because keep in mind, this was just like towards the end of the first wave. And then that's when the new variant was discovered in South Africa. Like the new variant was discovered in South Africa while I was there that weekend. (laughs) 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 And people couldn't fly out. Yo, people were panicking. So we're like, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm catching an Uber. He's like, yo, bet. Can I, can I, can I come with, let's go back to the hotel.
4: Yo.
2: Go back to the hotel. So the hotel we're staying at, it's it's like a lodge and it's on both sides of the street. So like on the left side is the reception and, and some of the rooms. On the right side is another set of rooms. Because it's like a hotel, um, up the road is a bunch of bars but there's also like Ubers and taxis that park near there because there's always going to be guests who are just hopping out want to catch a ride. So it's obviously as a taxi driver, it's in your best interest to be nearby, right? We get there. There's there's three three cabs um, parked right in front of each other. The, everyone is not congregated on the cab in the front. And there's four men. They open the back doors. One hops into the back. There's another man on the passenger side. There's another man reaching through the driver's window. And you can just see the guy reaching through the driver's window and just administering slaps. And then because he's leaning over, you can see like his shirt is lifted up. And at the back of his shirt, you see the butt of a gun. I'm like, oh, ooh. So, so we get to, and the, the, our taxi parks on the left side of the road. This is happening on the right side of the road. My man's ended the trip. But we can clearly see a crime occurring here. It's, it could be a kidnapping. It could be a mugging. Whatever it is, there's a violent altercation happening across the street. And the annoying thing is our rooms are on that side of the street. We've got we've to cross through the altercation to get to our rooms. So we tell the taxi driver, my mans, drive around the block. He's like, no, no, no. I ended the trip. Like, my mans, do you not see what's happening over there? Drive around the block. We'll pay you. He's like, no, 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 no. Get out. (laughs) So now we're in an altercation. (laughs) And the other thing is, and that Walter and I are trying to explain to him is, my mans, it looks like there's a taxi war happening across the street. You just pitched up in a taxi. And in the taxi are two very large Zimbabwean men. Doesn't that look like this guy might have called for backup? (laughs) (laughs) He's not listening. So we we get kicked out of the cab. We just happened to notice that the guy at reception has heard the fracas. And he comes to the gate and he's peering over. He's like, oh, shit. So now we're like, okay, cool. Let's go hide out in the reception. Wait for this to die down. Then we'll go to our rooms. Get to the gate, Those security gates. Uh, yo, uh, we guests open the open the gate. He's like, "No, we're not opening the gate." I pull out my key. I'm like, "This is my room key. I'm a guest here. Can you open the gate?" He's like, "No." no, no. It literally well, got because to because of the
0: because of the altercation. We it literally well, got to a point. It, was,
2: it literally got to a point where we, we damn near grab him by his neck. We're like, "My man, we are guests here. You see what's going on behind us? Open the gate." <laughs> Eventually, he does. Then we now see. The, the driver of that cab was being hit. He gets pulled out of the cab, gets thrown into the back. The guy with the gun pulls out the gun, sits in the backseat, movie style. Now he's, he's pointing the gun at him. Someone dr- hops off, drives his car. They drive off in another car. Then they drive down to the bottom of the street. They do burnouts. And then they speed off up the road. The most concerning thing is, I get to my room. Like after, it's, after they've left now, Walt and I jet. <laughs> Immediately cross yeah. the road, get to our rooms, lock the doors. I get, I get to my room, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I write a long message to the people hosting us saying, yo, this is what just happened. I take a shower, I come out of the shower. I come out of the shower, I can still hear the cars, tires screeching on the street outside. Mm-hmm.
0: South Africa is not a real place, guys. <laughs> South Africa is not a real place. Because I think everyone has kind of stories. So I don't, I don't have a, a direct violent story but there's plenty of times where it was like like you see stuff happening you can't walk down that road or you see that mm, but I'm being targeted and you sort of like try to get yourself out of those situations so thankfully I haven't I haven't yet i remember my parents got held up Ah, south africa is not a real place guys
2: yo 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 i remember there was a time my my cousin um they they got a fortuna this was a few years back they got a fortuna they decided to go to South Africa for a shopping trip. They left for South Africa with a Fortuna, bags, and money for groceries. They came back with ETDs.
0: <laughs> and also because I think a lot of people were now wise to the fact that if a Zimbabwean is coming here, they have cash. Mm. Others, they may have cards and whatever. they a Zimbabwean is coming here, he's got cash. So uh, I'm a one. i one, guys. Yeah. But uh, anyway, speaking of South Africa, The South African Music Awards happened Mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend. Uh, Too much fanfare. Um, There's a long list of winners. uh, Some of the biggest winners. Um, Let's see. Who can we mention? Uh, Album of the Year went to uh, Chima Music for the album Music. Mm -hmm. Reese Matliza and Zuma won. uh, Amaroto! Msaki one Female Artist of the Year. Uh, Chima Music won uh, Male Artist of the Year. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. That's how bad these things are. Um, Phil, would you like to know what the best rock album was?
2: Ugh, that's been eating away at me all day.
0: Party Apocalypse by the Springbok Nude Girls. Oh, actually, so, you
2: know. I actually I actually do know them. Ah, <laughs> interesting.
0: Shekinah got the best pop album uh let's see anything else that's interesting shout out to oh, once again dan,
2: dan we need to we're missing over it did you not see the 2bt bump once again in effect the 2bt bump it's undeniable. Oh Yeah, that's what we do that's what we do it's what we do it's, we it's do. undeniable um wait before
0: I, before i go through the rest of the list ah hello hello welcome welcome chris charamba
1: what's happening what's happening this guy's what's, what's all, good this, this
2: guy's taking all his podcasts with draw shungus out on us <laughs> just bring it back Chris just bring it back
3: you know it's, it's easier this way I don't have to do any of the prep I don't have to do any of the setup I just log on to Zoom
0: <laughs> so I'm calling someone who's at the South African Music Awards mm-hmm. Lady K she was looking ravishing. I sent her a message earlier saying, hey, we want to call you about South African Music Awards. She's like, I'm in the club. I was like, perfect. So let's see if she answers.
2: Why is she in the club? And,
0: okay. it's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday, I guess. I don't know. Phil, okay. well, you know what? Just because you're old and washed, it doesn't mean everyone else is old and washed. She's, uh, she's older she's, than she's me. No, but you're washed. That's the difference. You're also washed. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Maybe she's copying a young wine somewhere, so... Anyway, we continue counting down some of the big wins. Uh, congratulations to Blackie for winning Best Hip Hop Album for Before Now. Mm. Um, Best Quaito Album, again, went to Risa Matlisa and Zuma. Uh, Best Dance Album, Chima Music, uh, with music. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Anything else interesting here? Blah, 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 I, th-
2: blah, blah, I think you're skipping over. The Sampra Artist of the Year. This this was the, uh, the hotly contested. Big one, yeah. um None other than Hakul music, Hakusul, sorry, Hakusul music 1. I'm bringing up his music now. Dan, just take a guess how many subscribers he has on his YouTube. This is
0: literally the first time I've heard his name.
2: No, just guess. Give me a guess as to how many subscribers he has on his YouTube. Just guess. For him to be the artist of the
0: year at the summers, but for Phil to be this surprised, I would say a thousand subscribers.
2: You are Incorrect. He has a whooping 83 subscribers. <laughs> his biggest oh, I don't even do any music and I have more than that. His YouTube page has two videos. Mm, 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 mm. One is a song called Imali featuring Moscow that was released two weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other is a video of him accepting his award at the summers.
0: You know what, Phil? I think sometimes we're too quick to judge Because mm. how do you know that he was not hacked And locked out of his YouTube account And he had to start a new one
2: That is right So you know let, Let's give it a first time listen Let's let us just gauge The it's, quality yeah. of art Of, of musicianship Okay the, I like the gong feel Okay Throwback You know what? Let's play another one here. So this is a, but in this no this, time. this
0: this came out a week before the summers.
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm playing an older song. This is this is what would be this would all be considered for his 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 summer domination um, and win. Yeah.
0: By the way, summer is South African Music Awards. In case we didn't mention it.
2: ish but it's surprising that he won. But keep in mind, the Sampra Artist of the Year Award was user-voted, fan-voted rather.
0: Of so, course, of course, of course. And I mean, uh, so you you were sadly mistaken. You pointed to 83 subscribers on his YouTube. Well, he's got 878 monthly listeners on on Spotify. So if mm-hmm. each of them voted three times, you can understand how he would win yeah, fan-voted yeah. yeah. category. I mean, I think that, that's where,
2: that's where, that, that was my oversight. That was my oversight, you're right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Over Young Stana, Makazi, you know, Musakis. Mm. <laughs> I think it's pretty it's pretty straightforward, honestly. And and, and as we know, Makazi's fans don't
2: really engage or anything. They don't vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're, they're, they're more of a distant listeners. You know, they don't mm. really mm. get involved mm. or really like to put themselves out there to support their artist. Um Capasso's most streamed song of the year. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My Cubs at a small DJ Mapurisa and Ami Faku. uh oh, Best-selling nice. artist of the year. Young Stunner. Highest Airplay Award. Zakes Bantwini with Osama, which also, by the way, won best, uh, what was the best collaboration? Mm-hmm. And then uh, anything else interesting? Uh, Makadze did win techno music video of the year.
2: Mm, that's
0: dope. Um, as well, a, a techno re- record of the year. Went to Musakiz for Vulam Lomo. And then uh, TikTok viral artist of the year. I can't believe. Oh yeah, we we spoke about this actually. That TikTok had partnered with with the Summers viral artist of the year was how do you say this guy's name? I've been saying Goomba. It's Lumba. Is it Lumba? Numba. What? Sorry, could you say that more? Lumba. Clearly, Lumba. Like an L. Lumba. Numba. Like an N. Like an N. Mm. So why is it a number nine?
2: <laughs> so what are you saying again?
4: I don't. I don't know how
0: to say his name. It's not like he says his name in his tracks. Anyway, the song Umland, Umland. Yeah, I guess that checks. Um, International Achievement Award went to DJ Black Coffee, who posted a picture of himself drinking coffee after the award win, and someone said cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, I laughed so much at that. That's so bad.
2: Um, the funniest part was the people who who needed the joke to be explained to them. <laughs>
0: Uh, Young Stunner won Best Amma Piano Album for No Tomato. Um, Remix of the Year went to Sun El Musicians Uhuru. Um, Best Engineered Album of the Year. That I find that interesting. To someone called Peter Orit. I find that as an interesting category. Best Engineered. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are the South African Music Awards. Should I try Kokuda again? Nah, she's she's Whitey. in the middle of a, a tough wine there in the bower, in the web. So, yeah, that was the South African Music Awards. Uh, uh, like Phil said, the Sampra Artist of the Year was a surprise. But, hey, if it was user voted and they have the numbers to prove it, then cool. If not, then uh, I think everything else was kind of not so, like it wasn't, mm, it wasn't too crazy. Did you watch you the, the the VMAs? Uh, I did not watch the VMAs, but I, I did see some highlights on the timeline on Twitter and whatever. Like for example, Olivia Rodrigo's electrifying performance. People are like, bruh, she's ca- she's a karaoke. Like, what the
2: heck? Yeah, but the thing that is, is she, a there, there, there are times she can sing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe her monitors were well, off. I don't know what's going on. Because I have, or maybe it was because she was doing a Whitney Houston impersonation. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It was just very <laughs> yeah.
0: I think she was just. You know, there's some people that you feel they don't have the passion. Maybe they're good at music, but they don't have the same passion. Like, you know, Beyonce is going to go crazy mm. about perfor- you know, putting together a performance, a song, an album, a video, whatever. Then there's other artists that are kind of like, oh, what time do you need me to be there? All right, I'll be there five minutes before. She just gives me those vibes. But anyway, um, we may as well talk about the VMAs. Um, Artist of the Year went to Bad Bunny. Not
2: surprising. He's He's literally the highest grossing and the highest streamed artists in the last year. So,
0: someone said bad bunny is just a Latin NBA young boy.
2: And I was like, you know what? I see it.
0: I see it in that his fans nah. are so
2: aggressive. Mm, he's doing a lot more numbers than NBA young boy. Though. No, of, I mean, of course, I mean, it's not like NBA young Roger, boy was nominated for. Well, mm. well, it's also because M- NBA young boy is, is an anomaly because of his, his, his past and his criminal record. And the way he releases music. He doesn't really release a lot of music on DSPs. He, he goes YouTube first. So his YouTube numbers are astronomical. But because of that, he's got a large following, but it's very niche, which is a weird uh, dichotomy, but it's, that's what he has. As opposed to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is so huge, you're going to hear him when you go shopping, when you're buying clothes. And obviously, if you're a fan of of Latin and reggaeton music.
0: Some of the other big, uh, big awards. Song of the Year went to Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, um, who is probably drowning in the awards that she has now. Um, best Collaboration, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow for Industry Baby. Best uh, best Pop, Harry Styles. As it was. The King of Pop. The King of Pop. Um, Best hip-hop. Now, this one, I was like, wait, what? Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby with Do We Have a Problem?
2: look, Who was getting her award that night? We know the game. We know the game now. But Jimo, like, if I were to rate
0: all these songs here that are in the list, i.e., okay, Eminem and Snoop Dogg from the D to the LBC, great song, you know, to vibe to, but I don't think it would win. Uh, maybe I that mean, would be at the right bottom. Yeah, like, you know, it's like kind of a, you know, it's like a, a throwback type song, but I didn't really listen to it that much. So it would probably be at the bottom for me for, at this list.
2: Nicki Minaj. How many, uh, when was the last time, when was the last time you went back to an Eminem song multiple times? I've actually been thinking about this recently. Um, not, he, None
0: of his new stuff. I just listened to his old stuff. I think. But none of his new we're stuff. We're in the same boat.
2: We're in the same boat.
0: I think the most recent was uh, Relapse, probably.
2: Mm. The song that should have won was Wait For You. Um, But yeah, we know what it is. The game is the game. Future Drake and Thames.
0: Um, I mean, I wouldn't have been mad at any of the others. Even Lotto, you know? Anyway, um, anything else that's interesting here? Rock, alternative, Latin, meh. Best R&B, The Weeknd, Out of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. How, does the weekend still qualify as R and B? Cool. Um, Lizzo got a couple of awards. Y- yeah, I mean, uh, uh, do people really care about this show? I don't know. It is what it is. Phil, let's talk about what people really care about.
2: What do they care about? That
0: witchcraft in football. No oh god. Witchcraft in football is a pandemic. And we need to we need to deal with it once and for all. Um, if you are unsure what's going on, Paul Pogba, uh, former Manchester United mm. midfielder, I think now he's at what Juve.
2: He's at well, yeah, he's injured at Juve. Uh, ironically, because of the not not no, no thanks to the witch doctor, but I guess it's safe to say there will be no cute TikTok dances from the Pogba brothers in the near future
0: nor will there be all the black people in France getting together to, uh, to sing at the World Cup. Mm. Um, so here's a long story short. Okay, Pogba's brother, Matthias, 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 all right. Um, Matthias came out and long story short, blackmailed, allegedly, Paul. Like, if you don't pay me $13 million, I'm going to reveal the files. Mm. And Pogba was like, I have about 100000 up. And he was like, Oh, you scheme I'm joking. And then he released a video in English, French, and German in which he made crazy allegations.
2: Yo, imagine being a snitch, but also being a polyglot. Being a polyglot, snitch is wild. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so apparently the most probably the most jaw dropping I mean he was accused of match fixing and all of that, but the most jaw dropping and the one that everyone has focused on.
2: Wait, wait, stop. And this is this is what I don't get. Say that sentence again. Say it again, but don't rush through it. Say it again slowly. So Pogba's brother
0: in this reveal accused Paul Pogba of match fixing, but that's not that big a deal. The big deal (laughs) was that
2: this is, and this is, this is where I I just don't understand people. This is, this is my confusion, right? According to, uh, even according to his brother, Outside of the accusation of Mbappe, which is weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. So the, the big accusation was Paul Pogba hired a witch doctor. I mean, technically it was supposed to be like a, a, a Muslim teacher who was supposed to do whatever he was supposed to do to injure Kylian Mbappe, who's his French teammate.
4: Mm. Awkward! Just but, before the but, but, World but, Cup. But, but, but,
2: but, but once again, the, the, there's an actual crime. There's, there's no, a, no, 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 a, that's not a, a film There's an actual crime Especially considering how corrupt FIFA is There's an actual crime That he's being accused of And people are veering past the camera like, ah, Nah, man, man's fixing That's old, man, we've been there, we've done that Witch doctor <sighs> And that's where my confusion is Because And I'm also a little confused Because just the other day on Twitter, Dan I don't know if you saw it There was, in fact, I saw multiple of them There was a football team, um, there's one in America, and then I think there was a rugby team in in one of the Polynesian islands where they had traditional healers burning sage Mm -hmm. and blessing the players before the game, right? Yeah. So so by definition, if you guys want to use the definitions that you're using here, that was a witch doctor performing a ceremony to protect players. But that one skipped over. No one cares. And then somehow the context changed just a little. And Oh, scandal.
3: There's sorcery afoot. Hogwarts is in it. What?
0: Anyway, <laughs> this, is, this was hilarious because I, when I was just reading, I, I didn't follow the full story. But just on Twitter, it was funny to watch what was going on. And then someone said, listen you think this is funny here. I need you all to go to French Twitter and see the memes that people are making. So somehow I found myself within French tweet, French Twitter mm-hmm. and the memes were hilarious. Cause there were people helpfully like translating and whatever. I, it was so funny. So it was like, um, you know, Kylian Mbappe on his way to training. And then, you know, there's like weird stuff happening. And, and it was just, it was so good. I was like, yo, I need to come back here more often. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, It's also such a wild story. And it reminded me of, do you remember what happened to Adebayo? Yeah. A similar story where he, he like, he was like, he put out this statement where he was saying, guys, I've just been through hell. Basically my family have been threatening, blackmailing, um, stealing, literally holding me at knife point to take money from me. And that's his immediate family because they felt that they were poor back in Togo. And because he was making hundreds of thousands of pounds per week, he had to, in fact, they were demanding salaries and so on. So he says, of course you got to hear both sides, but, I mean, look. I don't know what happened between them, but I know that there's no way Matthias was right to say pay me this much, or I'm gonna go tell everyone what you did. So, uh, guys, money, money, White people are so confused. Wait, do you mean like like Harry Potter or like what do you mean like? A,
2: <laughs> you know, I, I saw not another- <laughs> I saw another video like randomly on the timeline earlier today and it threw me off so much. I didn't even want to share it. I don't know if you saw it. There's a video of these white dudes and <laughs> I there's um, there's Like a, they just
0: dug up a uh, thing. They
2: dug up something, and it's wrapped around yeah. someone's human hair and then they cut through the hair and then there's leaves and then they pull that and then there's a plastic packet. And then in that there's like, there's moody, and then there's a photo of someone- and like, oh, someone must have been buried with it. This must be a memorial to someone. And all the black people are like, oh, these guys don't know what they're doing. And then they're someone- just like, yeah. And you've been and you've been wondering why your life is going so bad. And all of a sudden things just start changing. <laughs> out of the <laughs> the, fu-
0: the funniest comment I saw on that picture, on that video was someone said, You guys don't know what you've done. Someone had just done Muti so that they can stay in love and now you've broken up a family. How could you? <laughs> I'm <was> like <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, ah, man, ah, this world is so wild, guys. I get it, money is important, but hey, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Philip, while we're recording, I just want to give you an update of what's going on in football. Holland has scored a first, a first half hat trick. That man, two hat tricks in a row. He was built in a lab
5: because
0: mm. I mean he's he's not like he's not a good he's not like a Messi or Ronaldo. You know what I mean?
2: Where he's a good dribbler and passer and what. He just scores goals. It's ridiculous. No, he's, anyway. he's, he's on FIFA. Every every stat of his is eighty five. Everything like he's got he's got all the height points. He's got enough. He's got eighty five on speed, eighty five on acceleration, eighty five on ball control, eighty five on positioning, eighty five on passing, eighty five on shooting. It's just everything. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let's move on, for Philip. This, please, please, please. We as we've mentioned already, we're tired. So this is a this is a go slow mm. episode.
2: Indeed, um, we've got a we've got a listener mailbag here. Um, wait, I hold, see on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before we've got we do a the first the listen, time caller joining as well.
0: Oh, hello, hello. Okay, as they uh, connect to the audio. Mm. Um, I saw the I saw this video as well.
2: wait, uh, right, hold on, Kevin. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Just hit, just put on mute there for a second. We'll introduce you shortly.
0: Thank you, Kevin So there was a What's that quiz show? The British quiz show um, Oh, this is The Chase Oh, this is the
2: this The chase. chase? Oh, sorry I thought it was yeah. the other one this
0: is the Anyway, case. so Please pay close attention To a clip of this show all right? Here you go Kitchen Correct The hickory
5: belongs to what family of nut producing
3: trees? Silly Hammond Walnuts Zim dance songs, a music genre from what country? Almond.
0: Nigeria. Zimbabwe. <laughs> eh, eh. Zim Dancer is officially recognized as a Zim genre.
2: Zim to the world. To the world. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. So yeah, so. <laughs> I that's funny. I saw that clip going around. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Mr. Kevin Yandoro, thank you very much for joining us as one of our patrons today. They've been coming in and going out. Go I think network issues, network issues. Hello,
2: Kevin.
3: Hi guys, what's up? How are you? F- we're good. First time Where are you calling man? us Welcome. from,
2: Kevin? Where are you calling us from? Uh
3: I'm
2: calling from SA.
0: Aha, mm. uh-huh. stay safe, man. Be careful. They they are they are treating us badly over there. Yeah, mm. uh, I know. Try to be safe.
2: <laughs> Great. Maybe Kevin, you ch- Kevin you... have you changed your last uh, your your last name? Because Nyanjoro, it's too it's too obvious.
3: Yeah,
0: man. it's a little too obvious, man.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Is it? Well,
4: which one should I change it to?
2: You know, so, something, so, something just generic, something you know? ambiguous, you know, mm. like Moyo, Moyo,
0: something... Dube. <laughs> it's a common said name, that one. <laughs> I'll skip on that one. Kevin, have you listened to the new DJ Khaled?
3: Uh, the album,
0: yeah, or at least the song, The the, the song everyone's talking about.
3: Uh, i just browsed through it i haven't found anything that i would re- literally like from that album wow. wow
2: don't don't kevin don't say that that's you weird what, DJ this, khaled this, listens this is, to this podcast this is my this is my favorite uh, khaled album for quite some time ah uh, phil <laughs> where do you get the time man uh, dude i listen to the music while i'm working ah
0: uh, it's a long album yo it's not
2: it's, it's just than an hour
0: it felt long. It was very it had think, many songs. And then God did is like what? 75 hours long.
2: I think the the, the missteps, I don't understand. It's particularly like the intro. I don't know why you got Drake to do a 30 second interlude on your intro. It makes no sense. God did should have been the intro. You set up Ross and you set up Wayne. I don't know why. After Jade dropped that, you wouldn't go back to Wayne and be like, yo, listen, I know you submitted your verse, but Jay dropped 60 bars of fire. Maybe you want to add something to it so it's a little fair. Uh, uh, <laughs> Philip, you want you want us to have a 16-minute song? Uh, it's okay. No, what I think he should have done, and this was my suggestion. Actually, Um, Rory suggested this, and I agree with him, is God Did should have been like the continuity song. So, like, <clears throat> you could have got Wayne's 32 bar versus the intro. Then in the middle of the album, you could have got Ross's bar verse, and then at the end of the album, instead of having Khaled's kids just shout "Get it, get it," you could have had Jay closing off the album with that fire. That would have been a dope end to the album.
0: I think it's good for the album, but remember, DJ Khaled albums are a collection of singles. They are not a cohesive body of work. That's his no in recent formula.
2: Before they were like back. Listen was an album.
1: Look! Look at! Look at
2: how this is put together.
0: No, obviously I'm
1: talking, it worked I'm talking out how we
2: Now, wanted. yes, now mm. he, he's making singles, but before he used to make like really dope albums when he was still beating over again. Mm. Uh, but that being said, I actually like this. I think there's only like a few. I think maybe two skips. I the Juice World song was really really surprised me how good it is c- considering how old that verse is. Um, that was really dope. I like I, I love the the joint with Travis Scott and Don Tolliver. Man, this was actually a good project, bro. I was even I was even vibing to the Lotto City Girls track. Twenty One had a, a- good verse. M and What? Eminem and Yeezy. Oh, Eminem. Yeah, that was it. Wasn't bad. It was like ah, uh, I. It's uh, <sighs> Eminem doing rap, but doing rap in his same flow. I'm just like. Mm. And you're already taking an an, an unfinished Yay verse that was already a song, and you're just taking that same unfinished, and you're just putting it on here. That's so. That was one of the items. I was like, yeah, that could that could have been a skip. Um, <clears throat> Jada Kiss got done dirty. I don't know why you get Jada Kiss on an interlude. Half the interlude is just a clip from the verses. That makes no sense.
0: Yeah, I told you, it's a collection of singles.
2: But he- everything else. Ah, dude, but that whole verse—I actually want to do a breakdown. But I, like, so many people have already discussed it. But that whole verse—it's not his best verse. But the fact that he's fifty-two, and there was a tweet I saw that really put it in perspective. Jay Z is only a year younger than Rakim. Think about that for a second.
0: I—I <laughs> I, I did it. Like when I saw everyone talking about "Yo, this is the best verse Hov put out in a minute" and so on, and before I'd actually listen to the song. I was like, okay, guys, like, let's not get carried away. Nah, we just had a couple of it's, trash it's, it's, verses. It's
2: the best verse he's dropped since uh, the the verse he dropped on Pusha's track was dope, but I think it's the best verse since um, the Meek Mill song on on Championships. I do agree now.
0: Yeah, it was do- it was dope. It's a dope verse. And you know what I think? You know what I miss, Phil? I miss the the very the 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 loud trap beats that are doing too much, the ones that have got the horns and like so many layers of the different instrumentation, the stuff that we used to listen to from young Jeezy and Rick Ross and whatever, back in the day. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously there's, there's space for the, the much more minimalist, heavy bass kind of music that's out now. Where it's just like a really heavy bass line, a simple, maybe keys or something like that. And then raps over it. But like, I, I realized like, yo, this beat, I mean, you know, <laughs> I was like, this is dope. Just, just that, uh, that whole heavy, everything like doing too much. They in us. I was like, yeah, I miss this. DJ Khaled style vibes. And then with Jay writing on that, uh, it was dope. I loved it. And I, I mean, I like Lil Wayne's and Rick Ross's verse. Uh, I, I wouldn't have paid too much attention to them. It was obviously Hov's verse that made the difference, but,
2: but no Wayne's verse was actually incredible, dude. That, that, that double entendre is like, yo, I'm the prototype, um, dreadlocks, face tats, I'm the apex. Dude, yeah. that's a triple entendre, bruh. Dope verse. <laughs> the only
0: thing I didn't like about it. I Phil, I was a mad Lil Wayne fan. Um, I even loved his auto-tune days. I just felt that it was turned on like a tad too much. Like just a slight reduction on this one. But still, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was dope. I just mean I wouldn't have gone back to be like, yo. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. listen to that Wayne verse again.
2: Yeah, I know, but uh, the the moment when 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 Jay starts off the the L, well, his verse rather, with another double on like Kelly should have been like, guys, no, you need to come back." You know, guys, <laughs> re- re- no, no, fam, God did, nah, Hove did get it Dan Hove, Jehovah, okay. come on, man,
0: all right, come on, all right, man. I feel like everyone gets that. <laughs> come on,
2: man. Psh-
0: all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, uh, we had some listener mail that you wanted us to get into.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, let, let, before we do that, let's ask, let's ask Kevin because he's just sitting quietly in the corner. Kevin, do you have any hot topics you'd like us to discuss? This is, this is, this is your, this is one of the benefits of being a patron. It's your time to shine, my man.
0: You're allowed, you're allowed, you're allowed to just come and observe. That's also fine.
2: It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So we've got a question here from Terry. It's a long question, but you know, when you, when you're paying customer, we listen. So he goes, Hey guys, how are you doing? We're doing fine. We're doing good. Thanks man. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. You know, we appreciate that. Good looking out. Hope you are good. Just a quick question that I thought might be an interesting talking point on the pod. Do you think burner boy is now bigger than the Afro beats genre as Africans? Do we still have a right to claim him as one of ours? The reason, I ask, is because Burner is scheduled to perform at a festival in Australia in October. The two-day festival has been selling tickets with multiple Kiwi and Aussie acts, as well as UB40 and Wycliffe on the bill, but it wasn't making that much noise. Eventually, Burner was added to the day one of the festival, and tickets for that day started flying off the shelf as the hype built up. It was so much that the festival stopped selling tickets just for one day, so anyone wanting to buy tickets could only buy the more expensive two-day passes. The day one of the festival sold out and all was well and good until a few days ago, a standalone Burner Boy show was announced for Sydney and surprise, surprise, there were no Afro, Australian or Afrobeats artists as opening acts. Instead, there was an upcoming R&B artist who most people have never heard of and who happens not to be black and somehow reportedly uses the N-word in his music. A lot of Africans this side have been venting their frustrations, myself included. At the lack of representation at such a big show of the people who have pioneered the afrobeat scene in australia <clears throat> excuse me now don't this get me is wrong interesting mm. uh, we are we are not asking for them to put any random wannabes on the lineup we feel like artists that are least cohesive with B- Burner sound would be better at least cohesive with Burner sound would be better just like how uh people love ja prazer but not wanting him mm-hmm. opening up for rick ross uh, so uh, blah, 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 blah. And then he, he starts li- listing off um, some of the great acts. And then he was also mentioning here, are we caught up in our own feelings or is this the start of the gentrification of Afrobeats? They even remixed Achilles over here and I doubt Amara got her due credit. The same thing has happened to the hip hop scene where black acts have been stuck behind gatekeepers, behind the biggest R&B festival this year, even as Michael Moore as the headliner. Um, so uh, let me take this first and then Dan, you can hop on. Well, sure. Terry, welcome to the music industry. Um, first and foremost, we, we keep saying it. Capitalism is always going to what? Capitalize. That's the first thing. The second thing is, this is why I hate the, 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 the misnomer or the, the this analogous genre as Afrobeats, because Burner Boy is a pop act. He's now a pop act that is from Nigeria. So I I don't think he's outgrown Africa because he's always going to be African and even as recently as this week, he's been trying to push his, you know, his whole teppery on the timeline, which, you know, that's good for him. I do think as African music continues to grow, we are going to start having more and more acts on the same level as A-list international acts, but that doesn't take away any of the Africanness. They might have to compromise um, or or with their sounds, particularly like with Bernard, like what he did with Twice as Tall, to appeal to the masses, but that doesn't take away from the identity. Um, however, the other thing you mentioned, Burner Boy is, is 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 hot as fish grease, as the Americans say. So it it would make sense that if he's added to any lineup, he's gonna sell. If you guys are unhappy with the other acts that are being booked around his show, you have two options. You can make noise on Twitter, but it's not gonna change much because I'm 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 pretty sure even within that people are gonna buy tickets the same way when Burner came to Zim people were very upset even before the show about the lack of Zimax that were there and after the show. But at the we end of the day, we spoke about it on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everyone was just like, you know what? It wasn't ideal, but we saw Burner boy. Burner gave an amazing show. Eh. So if you guys aren't willing to boycott, then you have a problem. The other thing is the people with the, the power and the money control the means. So, If African fans and African artists are upset with the direction the African music scene is taking because commercial interests are now taking over, you guys need to start banding together, pooling your resources, and controlling the narrative. If you guys came together, and instead of one promoter trying to do one show, 10 promoters came together and did like a, a whole festival, for example and booked all these big acts, and you guys who are in the culture, who understand the sound, who understand the music, got the right acts and fed the culture, I'm sure that the fans would flock to your show versus this other show you're mentioning. So yeah, those are my two cents. Um, The other thing you mentioned about gentrification of Afrobeats, I don't think this is an example of gentrification of Afrobeats. I think this is an example of capitalism. There's gentrification of Afrobeats happening, but it's not happening in this example. It's happening with what the Grammys um, did with that terrible article that they wrote a couple of weeks back and them claiming um, that pretty much all music from the black diaspora is now Afrobeats. That's gentrification. This is not. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I, I'm in mostly agreement with what you're saying as well, but I just wanted to add, I'm, I'm going to address mostly the first part of your question, which is, um, do you think Burner Boy is now bigger than the Afrobeats genre. Um, Let's assume Afrobeats is an accepted genre. Um, I get why the question comes up. I get it. The height, the idea is Afrobeats is growing clearly. Air quotes Afrobeats. It's growing. The world is consuming more and more of it. These artists are getting more and more placements and, and recognition and people like Thames are being nominated and winning uh, awards and, it's clearly becoming a bigger and bigger um, sort of part of general culture. And it's something that, by the way, Bantu touched on. He was like, once upon a time, you had to go to an Afro Beats playlist to find Burner Boy, WizKid, Davido. But now you can go to a pop playlist or a hip hop playlist or uh, any other playlist and you'll find those artists on there because they are viewed as general artists um, of the world who are doing this kind of thing, right? So I get why the question comes up. But I think the problem or the issue why it exists is because of the the creation of this Afrobeats term, which is not accurate in the first place. Burner Boy doesn't necessarily do Afrobeats. Um, and we, I mean, we we once spoke about how many potentially millions of genres exist. Because if each country has its genres and subgenres and so on and so on, and if you were to break it down again and, you know, Burner Boy calls his music Afrofusion, for example, which he has every right to do. But that music still fits in to, in some cases, hip-hop, in some cases, pop, in some cases, R&B, and some of the bigger, more generic genres. So when Burner Boy and his music, which is Afrofusion in his eyes, Afrobeats, according to some of the people who've decided to gatekeep this culture and give it a name, or hip-hop slash R&B, um, if, if you find it located in hip-hop or RB or pop, then sometimes you may think it's outgrown this air quotes r I mean, uh, air quotes Afrobeats. And I, I can kind of get that. But I think it's because... For too long, global music has been dominated by very few markets. And now that there's so many other markets, Artist of the Year, the VMAs was Bad Bunny. Whereas previously, anyone from you know Latin countries would have won Latin awards in the US. They probably had their own award shows over there. So I, I just think that because more and more genres and more and more artists are being considered part of the world uh, um, collection of music by the gatekeepers like the States and some European countries, then now we're going to see these phenomenon where phenomena, sorry, where artists like Burner Boy, who have already been grouped by them, they're grouped like this is an Afrobeats artist. But people who love R and B or people who love hip hop, let's say, will love the hip hop flavor songs that Burner Boy does. So someone who doesn't even think of Afrobeats as a genre, they just love hip hop. Like I saw, I don't know if you saw how that uh, how Last Last was trending in the hood. Like it was a whole. Uh, um, a uh, bunch of memes and videos and TikTok videos and whatever of people in the yeah. hood who didn't know what it meant, but they were like, yo, this song bangs, yo. They don't know air quotes, Afro beats like that. Probably many of them to them. It's just a song. They love hip hop. And this song has hip hop flavor, hip hop vibes. It's sampling a favorite from Brandy back in the day. Brandy. No, 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 not Brandy <laughs> from um, uh, Tony Braxton. So to them, yo, this is a, so to a certain extent, I guess it kind of is accurate to say Burner Boy has kind of outgrown Afro Beats, but that's only because Afro Beats is not an accurate way to measure this music or this genre. Yeah.
2: Like I said, he's a pop act. Yeah. The moment we we start, stop trying to like class people into these weird categories. Burner Boy, Wizkid are African pop. They are pop acts who are are African. So you can call them African pop acts or just pop acts. Now, if you replace that with anything else and you say, yo, there's a pop act performing and there's a white person supporting him. Yeah, Granted, the quality or the content of the music is is, is something that we can't get into because he never mentioned the artist's name and I, I didn't bother to look it up, right? Yeah, yeah. But a pop act, that's what they do. When Chris Brown goes to Australia, I'm sure the Australian pop acts or the Australian big acts, whatever whatever they mean, they might even be the urban leaning acts, open up for him because he's a pop act. Yeah. Right now, Burn a pop act. And I think... Th- the the, the the thing that we need to forget here is Also saying that he's our grown Africa It minimizes the impact African music has and can have It's almost like African music is a small thing And then once you break out you're, you're no longer African anymore I think we need to rid ourselves of that We we can recognize that this is a Nigerian act He represents his heritage proudly In his music and, and where he's from um, But also understand that The way the music industry works is Burner Boy is no longer in the room or particularly now with Nigerian music and where where it's going and the the hits that have been coming out in the past few years. He's no longer in the room with just other Nigerian or Ghanaian or South African acts He's in the room being discussed with the VMAs. Like next year Burner Boy is going to be at the VMAs and it's not going to be unheard of to see him win multiple awards at the VMAs. That's where he's at in his career now.
0: Yeah. So also, by the way, I would say like a part of your question also, you mentioned like, are we just being like, um, um, how did you phrase like in your fields or something like that? Um, It's not that, you know what it is. Um, I think because either there are no rules or the rules were written for specific people and didn't include everyone else. There's going to be so many things that are going to need to be clarified. The industry will self-correct. Hopefully Uh, we will have to, as Africans stake our own name. Like guys, guys, the rules you currently have, Worked great for America and Europe. But here's this whole bag of other music that is going to have to change some of your rules. And you know, that change, that change is going to be a little chaotic. There's going to be a little, um, uh, this is not fair, it's supposed to be like this. Just like we were discussing the, the whole concept of world music. So yeah, no, you're not in your feels. It's just change is going to have to happen because, you know, we haven't been included for for long enough.
4: That's yep. yep. you know, people
0: very quickly, Philip. I, I wanted to do this earlier, but let me just quickly let, let me quickly get into um uh into this. And we're back
3: outside. We said you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside. In case you forgot how we act
0: outside. Right. We back outside. So I'm gonna I was at Unplugged this past weekend, so I just want to do a quick review of it uh and how it went. Uh overall, of course, Unplugged is is uh, is great. Unplugged was more expensive this year than previously. Tickets were $30 at the gate, $20 in advance. $30, I was like, yo, are people going to pay this? It's So La Depot is, I would, I would paint him as still up and coming, especially to be doing international shows. Um, he's got a couple of hits, a couple of songs that are used in all the Instagram reels and TikToks and all of that but he's, he doesn't have a huge catalog of well-known songs yet. So, you know, I was like, Hey, how people could have paid $30. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, um, they did like it was full. I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, let me see if I have it. I had loaded it up over here. Um, you can just hear a little bit of how it sounded to be honest. It actually sounded really good. Um, so this is on Ladi Poe's own Instagram. Um, Yeah. <laughs>
4: Running, running, space by
3: time Cause what?
4: There's no hands
1: Cause
3: time. you do what?
4: I'm just
1: running. Running, running. when
4: I come to a big energy Don't shake your love and see that in me I bet that you heard in me
0: Yeah, he had dope energy. It was great. Before him, Natio, my goodness, killed it. Nati- Ladi Po obviously was supposed to be the headline act, but Natio was, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> he killed it. Man, shout out to Natio, man. He's killing it. And here's, here's the funny bit. Um, overall, it was vibey. A lot of people came, cuckoo, all of that. But I so happened to, so like my boss was there and um, she brought uh, her she brought her daughter and some of her daughter's friends who were teenagers. So like I, was, like I was trying to find out from them, like, yo, is like, this is the music that you're vibing to? Is this? And they were sitting there like, Yo, like even when the DJ sets were going on, I'm like, we don't know this music.
3: I'm like, yo, but everybody listening
0: to this, O comes on. It's like, yeah, mm, I mean, I've heard the name, you know? And then Antipede Power comes on. Okay, I know the song. I know the song. This song is dope. But like, I was like, what? It? Clearly, <laughs> there's a whole different world of people. And it was like three, three, the, three of these teenagers who were like, I don't know, the region of maybe 15, 16. And it, I just found it so fascinating. And I was asking, okay, what are you listening to? Um, and they were like y'all yeah, know like Lil Baby um, uh, you know I'm really feeling uh, who was the other artist that they said I think they mentioned Lotto Lil Baby Doja those kind of artists and stuff like that so I was like anyone in Zim nah not really you know I was like Eish. of course you have to remember this was the Uptown crowd but uh, still I was fascinated I was like yo I mean even if you're not a fan of Nati O, surely you've heard his music in high rotation, either on radio, at parties, or wherever recently. But clearly some people are not. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Unplugged was pretty dope. La Depo was dope. He gave me a shout out from stage. He didn't really give me a shout out. He, like, he was on stage and then he was like getting touched up by the fans and whatever. He like, hopped onto the speakers in front of the stage, right? So then as he comes down, he sees me and he's like, hey, what up, bro? And then he continues. I was like, oh. People are like, was he saying that to you? Was he saying that to you? I was like, yeah, but that's because um, he had been at the radio station the day before to do an interview. I didn't really speak to him. He just met me there. But it was nice, you know? People looking at me who's this guy? I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. I'll be known in these streets. But anyway, Unplugged was pretty dope. For me, Nati O performed better than Ladipo, but Ladipo was good. He was dope. He had dope energy. Mm.
4: Um, he, had I only energy. Knew he had
0: big energy. Big energy. I knew Big Energy, Running, um, what's the other famous song of his, the, the Instagram song? And then I knew four of his songs. I knew four of his <clears> songs, <throat> let me put it that way.
2: No. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that Circumstances played out there. I've, I've actually got like, in my, in, in, my, in my cupboard, I've got like Ladi Poe's like first singles. Like mm-hmm. when he first, first, first started rapping. Oops, sorry.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, I was just gonna say, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've, Ive I've followed his career with keen interest,
0: cool, all right, hey, please philip let's uh let's shut it down i um, i'm yeah uh, yeah
2: there's there's a lot to discuss i'm I'm actually just gonna add a lot of music to the playlist, so um k o pretty much destroyed big Zulu, shout out to him. Um, shout out to him also for for Sete doing major numbers. Um, so I can we end,
0: can we end with Sete? I think it's such a dope song, but it's on you. Dan. Or do you have something? It, it dropped so long ago. It dropped a week and a half ago, mm, or maybe, got, maybe two weeks ago max.
2: I've actually I, I've actually got a song. Um, I was yeah. sent this song a while back. <clears throat> um, I need to do a little more research because what I was told. I just need to confirm it because I, I don't want to be involved in hearsay. But there's an, there's an artist called Jolly B um, and he, he's got a song with Focalistic and Blackie, which is actually a really dope track. So I think we'll sign up with that. Okay, cool. Uh, any new music this week, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to throw it
0: onto the part, onto the podcast playlist. Um, and as per usual, uh, please support us. Uh, we are going through tough times with the exhaustion and, and, etc etc. Et yeah. So we do need your support, please. Um forward slash donate.
2: And Kevin, while well, you're here, man, is there any song that you want us to to check out or play? One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three. no
3: really. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, then I can check out what's new on uh, on the music side all cool,
2: good cool. all good all good all good all right man thanks for joining us really appreciate you and once again thanks for the support if you too would like to sit in on the recording of the podcast head on over to com forward slash donate and become a patron you guys are actually what keep if it weren't for the patrons we would have taken a break a long time ago but we are like yo you know the patrons are coming through so strong lately we, we, we've got a show out for them so shout out to them yeah
0: absolutely um, it's it's what's otherwise yeah like Phil's saying we would have taken a break so we're doing this for you guys we're doing this for you um, alright ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh, we're gonna wrap this up with uh, the song that Phil mentioned who, which I just forgot and uh, mm. yeah keep supporting liking, subscribing retweeting, commenting uh, you can subscribe to the Patreon on 2 com forward slash donate or you can just go to patreon.com forward um, slash 2 yeah that's pretty much it I guess we'll catch you in the next one we out yeah. are- <laughs>
3: ke ke belme skele me se le se skele me le se we link and i it, Ride it up, mm. yeah, stack it up. Check yeah. so my fashion, huh? Everyone moving fast as us. Hey, you know my like money. I just stepped ice cream. I me mean like, GG, new girls on a freezing. Still in my juice, so yes, my darling. Don't so call me bro I should have zahri I don't wanna call me Jemma 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 Take my body So put them to the show Go be jazzy Kekke belemé Skelemé Pune a selese Bapuny sa dibele Kekke belemé Skelemé Pune a selese Bapuny sa dibele Kekke 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 Stele, I'm a na bit of Three summers, still no summer Mara 12 a whole walla, la panta Kuta, yeah. don't know do a Chola lua mini-coopa And I na li di fupa Kuta, yeah. kale orichuta Utsu si teki buda I'm fanaka ka holy soup. Uh, Kakeki beleme, skeleme. me Punya selese, ba se di vele Kakeki beleme, yeah. skeleme. When you ask LSE, when you the belly I'm
4: I'm fine, I'm Ah, head last night, don't know if it's that, marathon in lawyer, know what's next.
3: nigga, up, nigga, power, taste I my chest, I was on, need a check. Life on a rude on the road, in the thing, I'm doing man. I was really locked down in HMP, in the block, do jealous, Just in his head, on floor, I I Like, we punched him in the gap that like gave me IP last week, man, man, Now nah, I'm gonna Les qu'elle qui de mes bras se ce qu'elle aime me, Pouni a se, va c'est